number of the other reasons that I like self-storage are reasons that I like multifamily as well. So the scalability of it, 100, 200 unit facility, you raise the rent on 10 bucks or 10% on each of those units. You can drastically increase the value of the facility. Welcome to School of Success, the podcast that will help you reach your goals and become the success story you've always dreamed of. Join us on our journey as we explore the strategies, tools, and tactics needed to build health, wealth, and personal development. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to living life to its fullest with host Brandon Hicks. So let's get started and make your dreams come true. Welcome back to another episode of the School of Success podcast. Today, I figured I would touch on why I chose self-storage as the asset class that I was going to invest in. I mentioned that I had joined a multifamily coaching program, and that was where I had started my focus. I was looking at apartment buildings. I was basically focused on finding deals. So I was reaching out to brokers. I was analyzing deals, giving brokers feedback with the goal being to find a deal that I could bring to a sponsor. But I ultimately ended up switching over into self-storage. That first investment that I had made that I discussed in the last episode, I then started getting more excited about self-storage and eventually got into a second deal and then a third. And so at this point now, I'm 100% self-storage and I thought it would be good to share why self-storage for me. Self-storage is a lot like multifamily in the way that it's evaluated. It's the same income minus expenses equals your NOI. You get your value by dividing by the cap rate, scalability. It's very similar to multifamily in a, in a lot of regards. And in fact, a lot of multifamily investors invest in self-storage because there's so many similarities. But one of the reasons I like it in particular is the month-to-month rents, which offers you so much flexibility in terms of one, when you buy a facility and let's say the, the previous owners didn't raise rents in 10 years, 20 years, which is common. If you want to be able to raise the value of the facility very quickly, one of the ways you do that is by bumping the rents up to market. In multifamily, a lot of times you have a 12-month lease, and so you have to wait for all of those leases to turn over before you could then consider raising rates. But in self-storage, month-to-month leases allows you the ability to raise rents as soon as you have your system in place. So you take over the facility, you've got to get everybody into your software, you've got to convert people from, sometimes they're still paying cash and check, convert them over into automatic credit card payments. Everybody's now in whatever storage solution software that you've got. But generally within 60 to 90 days, you can send out your letters that you're gonna be raising rents, which is extremely fast. And with it being month to month, if the market changed, you change with it rather than saying, oh shoot, these leases are locked in for the next 12 months. So a great example is during COVID, the market changed where actually demand for self-storage was skyrocketing. And so if you were locked into a 12-month lease, you might not have been able to capture that the rent increases on all of the units like you would in self-storage. In self-storage, you're able to raise the rents. Generally, a lot of people do it two times a year. Sometimes it's one time a year, but every six months, But if something changed significantly and you wanted to raise rates next month, you can do that. It's also common to do dynamic pricing. So as units become more scarce or are more desirable, let's say they're in a better location within the facility, they're easier to access or whatever it is, you can change the price up or down. Let's say you've got 110 by 10s, but 99 of them are filled and you only have one left. You can raise the rate of that significantly and just wait for that very motivated person who needs something in a pension. You could maybe get an extra 20, 30% on that unit. So it offers you a lot of flexibility. 
in that same regard, if the market was to change in a negative way, let's say maybe a developer comes in and um, builds a number of units within a couple mile radius of you and they lower their prices so that they can fill up. Well, with you having month to month leases, you could lower your rates if you wanted to compete with them. I'm not saying that that is necessarily the best strategy, but you have the flexibility to be able to do that, which is huge. A number of the other reasons that I like self-storage are reasons that I like multifamily as well. So the scalability of it, 100, 200 unit facility, you raise the rent on 10 bucks or 10% on each of those units. You can drastically increase the value of the facility. You get tax depreciation just like you do in multifamily. At the same time, you get that forced depreciation through raising rates or making the facility more efficient, reducing expenses if you can. Not always necessarily the best thing to do. You don't want to necessarily cost cut your way to success. If you can make it a better customer experience and drive the rates up because of your better customer experience, that would be the best way to go. There's only so much you can cut, but in theory, you can infinitely raise the revenue. The other thing is that it's just very recession resistant. The nice thing is that your tenant base is there for a number of different reasons. Some people are there because they're moving. So they move from one state to another, one city to another, and they need a place to put their stuff. A lot of businesses actually use self-storage. Local businesses might store their equipment, like let's say a landscaping company, um, storing equipment like lawnmowers and weed whackers and things like that in a climate controlled facility actually can preserve the life of the equipment because it's not dealing with the elements like it would if it was just in a regular shed. You also just get people who have an excess of stuff, whether it's a boat or an RV, or maybe they live in an apartment and they just don't have the closet or the space for it. They store it there. So you've got all these different reasons why people use self-storage. And then the nice thing about that is if the market changes, like during COVID, a lot of people were moving. Storage did so well because a big percentage of tenants were actually moving from one location to another. And so they needed storage. But if the market was to drop and people need to downsize, again, if they're going to downsize from a home to an apartment or from one apartment to another apartment, and they need to store their stuff. So that's why storage can do well, both in a good market and a bad market. And then you have the diversity of the tenant base in regards to the reason why they use self-storage. It makes it a very recession not recession proof, but it makes it a very recession resistant asset class. And for those reasons, I really like self-storage. Hey, I appreciate you listening to another episode of School of Success. I'm committed to helping others reach their full potential. So if you found value, please leave a five-star rating and review. With that, we can reach more people and help make their dreams come true.